Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. What's up, everybody? This is Kevin. And this is John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we're taking a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Now, Schwarzenegger is definitely the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. So this is chapter three of our breakdown of the classic, iconic blood sport. Blood sport. Fucking Van Damme at his finest. Oh my God, peak Van Damme probably. <laughs> I mean, it's it's sad to say, but it's true. <laughs> I this and and Kickboxer are my peak Van Damme flicks. I've got a bunch of faves, and I know that people rag on uh, Cyborg, but I'm a fan. Cyborg, I liked Universal Soldier yeah. also. Yeah. Anywho. Those are for other podcasts. There, a later date, friends. All right, we're gonna pick up with the morning of the morning of Kumite. Van Dam is doing as Van Dam, I assume, does every morning, <laughs> which is just a long meditation sesh, sprawled out between a couple of stools, doing a split in his underwear, um, pajamas, whatever the fuck. Yeah, he's just he's in the zone. He's in he's the in zone. His zen place. He doesn't even lock his door. Apparently, yeah. We've gone ahead and we've gone ahead and figured out that um, that Frank, like he finds his Zen place in a split. It's if you if you can exist in that level of that that level of pain at that level of pain while meditating, then <laughs> then you're doing good. I mean, when your body is a lethal weapon, like <laughs> like it's Frank like Dukes is, you don't need to lock the hotel room door. <laughs> you just this was a different there, time, my just, friend. It was. So what we got our his his best his new best friend Jackson Some lets himself in. Right in. This has to be. I don't know what time of day actually because we he just was walking and talking with Janice and I feel like it's the same day. I was thinking so it's got to be maybe early afternoon. I was then. thinking about this earlier. Yeah, if Kumite is I presume at nighttime, yeah. then then Frank is barging in like just after lunch and he's okay. Or, uh, Jackson rather has has barged in several hours. You know, beer in hand. Beer in hand. I mean, that's yeah. how he pregames. That's right. Some people meditate and doing splits, and some people just Jackson, shotgun a bunch of beers. Jackson shotguns a beer. He's got a. That's how he puts down the nerves. I feel like he keeps a steady buzz going twenty four seven. Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> he has to. I, I I love the line as he enters the room. It's like oh. ground control to to Frankie <laughs> jumps up on the bed. Both feet on on what is a twin bed. So it's, it's was not, it a twin? The Black Dragon Society is not splurging on hotel rooms for their guests. So it's a it's a <laughs> twin bed that he jumps up on, and and gets the iconic line. God, that hurts me just looking at just, it. Yeah, you may want to have kids someday. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome, dude. Once again, Donald Gibb like bringing the A game, bringing the bringing a humor to an otherwise very bland movie. Yeah, could you imagine this movie without the character of Jackson, or if Jackson was just like a serious guy? Oh my God, no. Yeah, no, you can't. need that. I can't. You need the humor of him and, and that Victor Lynn brings. Absolutely. Absolutely. This this would have been a total disaster were it not for Jackson. Van Damme is a lot of things, but he's not funny. 
No. And he tries to. There are, there are a couple of like boyish, charming moments where he kind of like casts a snide look or, or delivers mm-hmm. what is supposed to be a zinger that delivered by a more deft hand would be, <laughs> be perceived as funny. But when he says it, it's like, oh, God. Funniest, funniest action movie guy. Oh, what do you think? Man. I think Arnold's hilarious. Like his his real life persona, he's a funny, charming guy. Like Stallone, I've seen try to be funny in movies, and he's Stallone, not funny. Stallone can't deliver humor. I don't know. Arnold's a great Kurt oh. Russell. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say Kurt Russell or or Mel Gibson. Are we still yeah, to talk Mel, about Gibson. Mel Gibson? He's got good timing. He had good and his movies before the crazy took over yeah, are yeah, good yeah. like lethal I, weapon kurt russell is solid but uh, mel gibson kurt russell those are really good ones yeah. Kurt russell's amazing so jack burton next we got dukes and jackson and lynn or they're heading to the actual kumite arena for day one of actual fighting there's yeah. some type of opening ceremony yeah, we see, going we see on some, we see some flag and flag and fire twirling happening it's kind of the tension building of this part where the dude's talking about the history of Kumite and everything is yeah. kind of fucking awesome. Hundreds actually. of years. It's held every five years. So it's sort of like the, the contact karate secret Olympics. Olymp- yeah. yeah. Which you got to think, depending on what years you're in your prime, you may only have one Kumite in you. Then you're in your prime or maybe two, if you're lucky. And then, and then I love this scene too, because the Kuro, Kuro, Kukurukai guy sort of drops that this year, uh, the Black Dragon Society has been joined by the International Fighting Arts Association to co-sponsor the event, which is for any of you who are <laughs> who are up and up on your in real life Frank Dukes uh, lore is hysterical because the IFAA, if you're nasty, is a is an organization. And, I, and we use that term very loosely that Frank founded, also a term we use loosely. Yeah. Uh, at, to, to basically pawn off his crazy stories, to give his story some legitimacy, when in fact he is the only member, right? He tells the stories and then is like, no, it's they're legit. Just check with the IAF or whatever, yeah. I, whatever it is, IFAA. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, but apparently some, some, some journalist did a little digging and like, yeah, every trace of that organization just leads back to Dukes. And no one else. And it's no like, one else. It's like, yeah, give him a call. Give him a call. I, I love it. He probably call and his mom would answer the phone. Like, Hello, <laughs> this is the IFAA. Duke or, Duke's or, residence. Or it's Doris Dukes or whatever the hell her name is. Doris. <laughs> the tension with the gongs and everything, like in this scene and the close-ups of all the fighters sort of looking nervous but is especially, awesome. But especially we get sort of a pivotal stare down, which which sort of makes sense as the competition goes along, but we get a, a stare down of Jackson to Chong Lee mm-hmm. to Frank. So it's like this three way. I mean, oh, those are obviously oh, the yeah. most featured fighters. Yeah. But I feel like based on what we like some lines delivered later, and we're definitely going to get into this. I feel like Jackson's coming into the Kumite with something to prove against Chong Lee, knowing what he knows. And, and we can, and I don't, do we think Jackson was in the last Kumite? I don't think so, because Jackson, you were going to Hong Kong? He would have said so, you right? You were going to Hong Kong? He, yeah, he's like, uh, ja- we, I think we've seen in the first scene that, that Jackson knows about it, but he's going to like bring the good old U.S. To get of a. Chong Lee. Yeah, he, I think he's coming down to prove something. Okay. With his technique of no technique at all. His, his technique of, of lumbering <laughs> into the ring and, and being beaten up before he kills someone. So, yeah, so we see the guys placing bets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lynn, Mr. Exposition, is like explaining Exposition. all the rules, which are 
what there's how the ways to win, which is a knockout. Knockout. Uh, you make the guy say mate, which mm-hmm. is like I give up or tapping out, whatever. I'm saying uncle. Or or you throw the dude off the platform. Throw the fucker right off the runway. <laughs> to which yeah. Jackson replies, "Piece of cake." That's Jackson's <laughs> biggest technique is just to probably bully guys off the runway, oh, totally. right? That's America, dude. <laughs> so, I feel like the first fight is just like a pure fight. It's a couple of lesser lesser featured well, fighters. We, we get we Paradise. Get, yeah, we get Brazilian jungle fighting. I guess. Yeah, we don't know what it is, but it, it it's a style. It's a style versus like an Asian dude, and he and just, it's a pretty sweet fight. But he wipes the floor with a guy. Is that is when? I think he bloodies the guy's face, and that's when Jackson leans in with the titular line of, that's why they call this thing Bloodsport Kid. Which I, I used to date a girl that, that was like, we would we would hold this like little bet with ourselves that at any point when someone says the name of the movie in the movie, that that's, that's too much to be born, and you could get up and walk out. <laughs> so at, I, this, at this point, you are now a, a, allowed to get up and leave. And then what next up is Jackson fighting up like a little European-looking dude. Yes. I, yeah, it's, he's a tiny a, guy. Yeah, he's a much, much smaller so guy. So I will say, in terms of realisticness, Frank Dukes at least paints a picture of a kumite in which there are weight classes. Right. And in this thing, it's just anyone it's, against anyone. It's any no size. Barred. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because this dude, Jackson's easily 100 pounds more than this guy. At Maybe least. double his weight. Yeah. This guy's like tiny, even by Kumite standards. So, and and we love that in the first couple of fights, we we see that there's a a three step process to ending the ring, much like in Karate Kid, where it's stand, bow, face, bow, fight. And so there's sort of this three step uh, yep. signal from the ref. And so I can't remember what the words are. You guys can it's tweet Japanese us, words, I tweet think, us, yeah. and, and let us know what they are because my research said it's the, it's the Japanese equivalent of like ready, ready set, set go. go, right? And so I just love that as that's happening and they sort of do the face bow, <laughs> Jackson looks over at the guy's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I think he doesn't, he just doesn't like that guy's look. Well, the dude's I got can't a, blame him. He did look really smug. He's got a mullet. Euro trash And there's mullet. nothing wrong with that. If you're sporting a mullet, we encourage you to rock it. If I could still <laughs> do it, I can. I've got some real estate growing in back. <laughs> um, but, but then the, the fight dude begins. gets some blows off yeah. on, like, Jackson can't really get a hold of the guy. He's too quick. He's, he's landing blows. He lands, like, five or six punches and kicks before he gets a kick in that bloodies he Jackson. Bloodies, he bloodies his nose, and that pisses Jackson off. And Jackson just grabs him and, like, like axe handle, like... Clubs him over the head. I just, I just love that it's not in, it's not in Jackson's fighting style, his his bag of tricks to even attempt a block of any kind. He's just like he takes punishment dir- direct. <laughs> no, yeah, defense is not his strong suit. No, he goes, he beats him. He's like celebrating and he's like, yeah, look at the blood. And then he goes to Chong Li and singles him out of the crowd. And it's like you, yeah, you man. I'm gonna like, kill I'm gonna you, man. Kill you. Yeah, you got it. And like, you got. I can't tell. Did Charlie look a little bit scared, or did he look amused? I think that what was happening is that everyone, and I kind of, I kind of like this bit of direction that everyone's kind of looking around, like who's he talking to before Mm -hmm. Charlie realizes it's him, and then he sort of like looks over and and smiles at Jackson as if to say, "Yeah, okay, that's fine." I, I read it the same. Like he's like. Is this motherfucker talking to me? I love this. Does Chung, he know who I am? I, but I see that's. I think that that is like that's something that Chong, Chong Li loves attention. Oh, he loves himself, and out. he like is a. He's got a lot of self esteem. That Chong Li. He's a he's a believer. Chong Li's a firm believer in his own. <laughs> that the look that he gives Jackson definitely is like okay, dude. I'll see you in a bit. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. And then that's prescient because who who is up next to fight but Chong Lee? And again, we get some some exposition by way of Lennon Jackson. That's also weird that Dukes, who seems to be like a student of the Kumite, is not doesn't know who Chong Lee is. Well, he's, like, he's the, the defending champ. So it, if nothing else, you should know that he's the champ. If the alleged backstory of this character is to believe Frank Dukes has been somewhere underground for the special CIA, CIA missions, CIA or or the or uh, what was he a Green Beret special forces of some kind? It doesn't say. Yeah. He's, just, he's just some special forces <laughs> CIA guy, and he's been he's been on covert missions for the last five years. So I understand that he may not know who Chong Lee is. He may so, not be savvy. So Lin explains to us. And Jackson, I guess, that he yeah. killed a guy in the last Kumite. He's the defending champion. He holds all the records. He's never been defeated. Kicked the poor bastard right in the throat and watched him die. Yep. Which is, yeah, that's a shitty that's, way to die. That's, that's stone cold right there. So Chong Lee fights this dude and just wipes the floor with him, right? Did He he set a new record. Fastest knockout and so, in that but fight. W- but what we were just talking about is that is that I'm thinking that Maybe that, maybe the exposition, the explanation of what Chong Lee did in the last Kumite mm. is impetus enough for Jackson to be like, I'm coming after this guy because that's, He's a bully. The, guy, that's the guy to beat. He's a bully. I'm going to bully him. Um, he doesn't really present the information in that way, but that's what <laughs> that's what made his his taunt and challenge to Chong Lee makes sense to me. And basically what he kind of just grabs the dude and puts him in like a, almost a sleeper hold, chokes him out and well, then like but, smacks him in the head. But even his fighting style, man, it's like the, he blows some snot rockets, right? <laughs> and then he, the disrespect. And then, and then he just saunters across the ring, like Terminator. He just moves. Is a very robotic matter yeah. of fact way of walking, counters some blows. He counters one punch, punches himself, counters a kick, kicks himself. We got to talk about Bolo Young. He's, he's, He's got like a the bad guy's bad guy. He's, he's got a pedigree. He's so awesome. Yeah, he is top notch. He's been bad guy in a few Van Damme movies. He was in Enter the Dragon as like the heavy, which was a decade earlier at yeah. least. Yep. He's like, he's just jacked. Like, yeah. I guess he was like a famous, he was also a famous bodybuilder and yeah. like Mr. Asia or yeah. Mr. whatever. And he was, so both him and Van Damme don't like have your typical martial artist physiques. Right. They're both bulky. Right. They've got muscle, but which Frank Dukes took. Dude, Bolo Young is like explosive with his movements, though. He's yeah. so fast. Yep. He's just a badass all around. And I've, I will say, I've watched in my research, we'll call it. Yeah. I've watched a lot of really bad karate flicks. And it's rare when you get a guy who can really sell the action on screen. And Bolo Young is one of those guys. Like, he's got it on screen. He yeah, can, totally. He can bring it. You believe that he's really hurt or he's really hitting a guy. Absolutely. Or he's and, moving full st- full speed. And even even with a character with his, as little dialogue as he's got, he's selling it with his facial expressions. He's yeah, the dude can act. Yeah. I wager, I mean, he's maybe a... He's at least Van Damme's equal as an actor. I think he's better. <laughs> he probably is better. I mean, imagine he's able to speak his native language. He's probably awesome. I don't... Yeah. Van Damme, I don't buy him, even in French, that he'd be a good actor. Right. But also, Van Damme maintains that acting is something that can't be taught, so there's that. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, <laughs> Chong Lee lumbers across the ring, sleeper hold. Sleeper holds the guy, then smacks him extra yeah, in the like head. Palm to the head. And it's a world record knockout time. 14.8 um, seconds. Is that right? 14.8? Okay. Which now, is interesting because in real life... Frank Duke says that 
<laughs> typical kumite matches last a max of like six seconds well yeah he acted like you would almost fight with like one dude's foot on top of the other guy's foot or yeah. like your elbows are touching yeah. like that you start in super close quarters which then it does stand to reason like the fights would go quick right exactly um now wouldn't you know it <laughs> uh frank dukes's first fight is against hossein who he beefed with uh you know not earlier this day i suppose right frank's entering the ring but the music changes and we hear like frank's almost meditative music changes uh -huh. at this part we hear uh paul herzog bringing in like the wind chimes and stuff <laughs> hossein's like ready for this no he is he's like now i what hold on <laughs> now i show you some trick or two that's oh, so good it's I so good it. yeah he's like uh the fact that it was do you think the script was written in broken english i don't know I don't, I don't know, know either, but so, it's pretty great. Sometimes, especially with this actor, I like to think that maybe he just, you know, I, I, I like to think of the writer standing right off stage, like right off camera, <laughs> and being like, it's now I'm going to show you a trick or two. Or now I'm going to show you a thing, I, you know, who even knows. Yeah. But, and he just like dropping the best it, he botching, can do. It, botching it, and they're like, fine, fuck it, go, just this go. Is, this is the, we've done 100 takes. You hear, this yeah, is the closest we nude, got. You hear nude off camera. We'll do it live. Fucking thing <laughs> sucks. So... What happens? He just Hossein throws a punch. Maybe Frank grabs it and like takes him down, and then just with the threat of a punch, he sort of he does, faints. Do you remember that scene in Crocodile Dundee where he puts the bull to sleep yeah, with his hand? Yeah, of course. Frank kind of does that hand motion. It's to like Hossein. a Jedi mind trick. Yeah, and Hossein just like just yeah. He just out. like was so scared, I guess, that he fainted. At first, I was like, did he actually pass out? The fight was over. The ref kind of gestures that the fight's over. But then Hossein starts to kind of you he see him. He waked up like, pretty quick. You see him come out of it, though. You can see that there's this moment of like, oh, I'm coming out of a, a stupor. I'm coming out of a, now. The knockout was already registered, I would think. Right. Which I guess you call that a knockout. He right. lost consciousness, I suppose. So yeah, but but Hossein jumps up to take he gets a cheap up. He shot. Wants to, yeah, he wants to try to cheap shot him and Duke sort of, he's in the mid bow to the judges or whatever and he spins and hits him with the elbow, knocks him out and then completes the bow. Total badass move, of course. Um, oh shit, the, the, the janitor man, <laughs> we never mentioned before, Hossein has a very prominent, like one of his front teeth is like, Golden. is a gold tooth or whatever. Giant gold tooth. So now we got a tooth, not at all a front tooth. But there's it's a goldish, a goldish tooth in the ring, and the janitor, in the most conspicuous manner possible, climbs in the ring, takes the tooth, puts it in his own mouth, I guess to test if it's actual gold. He's a jeweler on the side, and then it like makes a face and, and then starts to clean blood, sponges the blood. Well, also I, I love that right after, uh, right after Frank dispatches Hossein that in that moment we cut to Chong Lee, who's got this amused look as if to say, oh, that's pretty nifty. That was awesome that you did yeah. that, that fast. Well, I thought he was pissed about the record. Well, no. See, there are, two, there are two cuts to his face. So there's the cut to his face right after he knocks him out, and Chong mm. Lee's kind of like, oh, that was impressive. Then we get the bit with the gold tooth, and then immediately the, the world record sign flashes, and uh, then you get this other shot of Chong Lee, and he he's is pissed. furious, man. It's like I flip. It's awesome. It's like a like a truck, like a switch. <laughs> like you see, you see his face go from amused to enraged on a dime. And again, that speaks to the power of Bolo Young, his acting yeah. ability. He's like he sells it with the just the facial expressions oh, alone. Yeah. Um, now is when our Kumite song music like oh, strikes up. Survive. Dude, this movie has killer montages. Oh, it does. 
It's like, one, there's it's, at least five or six montages in the movie, and they're all awesome. It's so. one long montage of montages. <laughs> um, there's like, God, the the man, this fight. You're seeing like a mixture of really good fighting. Lots of silk geese. Lots of silk. Lots of trim, ripped Asian guys throwing down. You know what? And also, there was like there was no stunt performers in the movie. I mean, everyone who were fighters were, I guess, real fighters all or at least fake guys. their own fighting. I think yeah. Donald Gibb was the only guy who wasn't a trained fighter. He's a menace to everyone in the building. But he's still like doing his own stunts, totally. such as they are. Um, yeah, that's kind of awesome. We get the, our first look of um, monkey style. Oh yeah, our monkey style guy. He's like, like hopping around the ring. He's doing barrel, it work. He's doing barrel rolls and doing his thing and karate chopping people. We get a Muay he's Thai like hella guy. elusive. Yeah. yeah, you get the sumo guy beating dudes down. Muay Thai guy. Muay Thai and, guy. All <laughs> types of anything you can imagine. And then, and then Jackson just throwing people out of the ring. Just oh yeah, Jackson sailing guys people. off the ring. The song, this song, the the Kumite song, I'll call it. I don't. What's it called? Fight to survive, Fight maybe. To, probably. Fight to survive. You can call it the Kumite song. We it's all know. It's done by Stan Bush, who <laughs> fans of bad movies <laughs> may know. I didn't know who he was really, but he did the he did the "You Got the Touch" Transformers song. He did another song in this movie, the sad like oh montage song. Oh my god! You got the touch. When was the last time any? I don't know. Transformers counts. I'm saying right now, Transformers counts. As what? As a as a six Action degrees flick? of Schwarzenegger, man. Yeah. I just whistled with my teeth. Sorry. <laughs> that counts as a, sh- a six degrees of Schwarzenegger flick. Shits degrees. Shits of degrees. Sh- um, it counts. So he did that song, badass. He did other songs for this movie, and then he did songs, original songs for Kickboxer, which are like killer songs as well. In the oh, same man. in the same cheesy oh, way. Totally. That this one is. Well, I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, That's he like really he cool. made a he made a career for himself writing this sort music. of sort of cheesy music music for the '80s flicks. But that's great because I remember the last time that I watched, especially Transformers the movie, which has been I don't know five or six years ago. Um, like the the music, like those songs, Mr. Bush's songs, they're kick ass. Like I was like, there's like legit musicians going at it on this thing. That's Can really you good. be my friend still if I say I've never seen the Transformers movie? Of course, okay. no one has. I've never seen it. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that I'm ashamed as a you don't have to be as ashamed. a bad movie aficionado to say I've never seen Master of the I, Universe. I would, I would never seen I'm, it. I would say well, I I don't know if I can forgive you for that. Flash Gordon. I've never seen. I've Flash never Gordon. seen it. We've oh my god. We were, we I have friends that angry, swear by it. Angry tweets. I've got friends clamoring to be guests on the Flash Gordon episodes when we get to it. So I guess we'll have I, to make that happen. Well, I, I want to watch and just stand by and, and be like, here's my meager contribution to someone <laughs> who's never been a lifelong fan. All I know, my only reference for that is Queen and, uh, and, the Max, song Fon- is killer. and Max Foncito, yeah. who plays the bad guy. Now, He's a legend. So there's an awesome, awesome fighting montage. We get a f- real f- feel for what the Kumite is all about. Uh-huh. Now, <laughs> meanwhile, Helmer and Rollins, they're at lunch, open air, whatever. They're picking at, they're like two-hand two hand chopsticking. Giant chunks. It looks like they're eating miniature eel, birds. I think it was supposed to be know. eel. Just, but there's giant chunks of stuff. Like it's just meat. big chunks of dark matter but i would eat it it looks delicious to me you were into it i i think it looks amazing but (laughs) rollins eating poorly with chopsticks is yours as good as mine is and it doesn't look like he's had a single bite he's got like one chopstick sort of skewered through a piece that's the closest he can get and he's stirring another one in a bowl like trying to get it soak up sauce and uh, i think his guy helmer is like you got to get somebody to kill it first i haven't tasted it yet (laughs) but so when who should walk up but 
Oh, good old Inspector Chin comes strolling up. I don't know how he found them. Well, I think that that's the that's the gag is that Chen knows where everyone is at all times. Okay. Remember where they're like, like I'll find you, and they're like, do you know where, do you know where we're staying? In an earlier episode, uh-huh. like at the beginning of the movie, he's like, do you know where we're staying? He's like, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I know. So where he's you got are. his ear to the ground. He knows. Chen, Chen knows where everything is. Like he no. knows everything that's going on. This is the awesome moment where he's like, he gives him a lead on Dukes. Like I, you, I know where you can find Dukes. And uh, Rollins tries to offer him some of the food. Or is it Rollins? Well, or, or I think I think Helmer's like, why don't you join us? Join us. And uh, Chin... <laughs> Throw most, some shade. <laughs> is it the most underrated line in the movie, I think? Maybe. He's like, I never eat here. I would never eat here. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> I can only... I imagine it's just the worst food you can well, find it's, it's in like, Hong Kong. It's like where, where Americans go for what is the most similar thing <laughs> yeah, to American never eat Chinese here. takeout. I would never eat here. Then there's the gag at the end of that scene where they chuck a piece of the, the eel or whatever to the dog, and the dog like isn't, yeah, isn't Chow Chow is it. like, no thank you. No, no thanks. <laughs> and so anyway, they yeah, they run off to they find run off to the East Lake Hotel. The East Lake Hotel. Where he's chilling with Stupid Jackson. Americans. Yeah. Now, this is the middle of the day. Is it the next day after the Kumite fighting was happening? It can't be the no, same day, it's, right? It's the well, all right. Well, it would have this, to be the next this, day. No, this clears something up. This clears something up, because Janice and Frank's date was supposed to take place. And it the hadn't. Night. Ha- okay. So this now we can we can rewind. Everything is coming in. Our timetable. So time Hossein was trying to get rapey probably at nine a.m. At nine a.m. Maybe Shortly. fighting started at noon. Or all that stuff happened the night before. Check-in happened the night before. Hossein was trying to get rapey with Janice early the next morning. Early morning rape. Frank Frank left to go meditate, split meditate. Around Jackson, just before lunchtime. Jackson comes in right before lunchtime. They check in, do Kumite. Maybe Kumite is like noon until 5 yeah, or 6. They're on a lunch Then it's schedule. dinner time. Then it's dinner time. So they're unwinding with some drinks. Frank yeah. is pre-gaming before his big date with Janice. Well, Frank is drinking water in the scene. Jackson is three beers in. <laughs> He's got a table full of beers. A table full of beers. Okay, yes. So I like that we cleared up. Thank you. Thank you. This is wonderful. <laughs> this is why we do this. Um, so the dudes come in. They're like, hey, Frank, we got to take you in or whatever it is. And then, yeah, we hear we hear a little bit of exposition here that the government has invested a lot of time and money in you, Frank. And Uncle Sam can't afford to let you get hurt. That's the only inkling I feel like in the movie that we get that he's something more than just a regular soldier. I think there's something like one line later, but it's it's never any more clear than that, that, that Frank's a valuable asset for some reason. Now, what's weird to me is Jackson He's he's just ride or die for Frank immediately. immediately. He's willing to die no to help Frank. And honestly, he doesn't know the situation. And truthfully, the MPs are in the right. Like Frank went AWOL. Frank is AWOL. He's, he's broken the code. Yeah. Which for someone who's all about some honor. Yeah. Does one, I guess one honor supersedes another honor. He lives for the Well, he, he lives for his Shidoshi. He lives so for Shidoshi you say, Tanaka. You can, you can say that his, his, uh, his views are skewed, but... But Jackson sort of bum rushes the guys. Totally. And well, Frank runs out. Not before they they like don't make us. Oh, they have fit, the tasers. Don't make us. Well, what and what look like old school dustbusters? They're <laughs> enormous. They pull out these dustbuster yeah, yeah. looking fucking tasers, and and I was shocked. I don't know about you to hear when he says uh, Helmer says, "Don't make us put fifty thousand volts in you." And I was startled by that number. And I was like, I feel like it takes like a, a toaster operates at less voltage. Yeah. Than that. And 50,000 is what a typical taser, it's like one pulse, 50,000 volts, stuns your ass. That's why it does it, because it incapacitates it basically, you. Yeah, it puts you down. 
you are electrocuted by any state that still does the electric chair at 2,000 to 2,200 volts continuous current. That's all they Until do. you're dead? Why don't they just do 50,000 and make it and just do it like for 10 seconds and you're dead? Or I don't even know. like two seconds and you're dead? Yeah, I do. The, the, yeah. The pain That's threshold crazy. you feel like at 2,000 versus 50,000, you, like you're going to feel some pain on the lower end of that spectrum and you're not going to feel any pain at the other. I don't That's know. bonkers. That's a different conversation for another time. Is but there a anyway. reason why they had tasers and not guns? Because they, it's sort of like set, set for stun. Like in, like <laughs> they, they don't want to bring him in a lot. Yeah, they, they don't. Want, okay, they don't want to maim him. That makes he's, sense. He's that muscle. That ass is worth a lot of money. Again. <laughs> he is United States property. Uh, now we get another amazing sequence in the film: the oh Bigfoot chase which, with terrible song playing. It's like a Duran Duran kind of knockoff. I kind of feel like it, it, it's at this point that that they're looking at total runtime and Newt Arnold in the background going, I don't know what we're going to do. How do we make up the time? And Van Damme's like, let them chase me. <laughs> <laughs> let them chase me. I can totally, <laughs> this scene would be great. Let them chase me. Dukes, he's having so much fun being chased. Stopping at every He's at like every my turn, dog to sort of showboat and, and wave to oh, him. Oh, man, just it's totally like, mugging. There's a thing he's running down the alley with, like, the fruits and all that set up, and he, like, hurdles a crate of oranges but crashes right into an old lady. You're not supposed to see that, Kevin. I feel like that old lady, I don't think she was in on the fact that there was a movie happening. I don't think that 90% of the people that were extras in this movie knew that anything I was I think they set on. a tripod down, and they're just like, we're going to film. He's going to run down the alley. The old woman just have to walk right in because he kind of grabs her. The only people that were wise on the fact that this was a motion picture were the people in the East Lake Hotel lobby <laughs> and the people in the Kumite. In the and, Kumite arena? And, and no one else knew what was happening ever. That's that's my theory. He, he sort of he, – he, yeah, he keeps – he keeps teasing them. Oh, man. He mugs three times. He jumps up on top of, like, the the thing in the middle of the traffic, and he's, like, waving at them. Then yeah. He's, yeah like, Everything he does, he's, he's a total He's definitely asshole. taunting these yeah. guys. And it is funny to watch sort of husky Forrest Whitaker and Helmer run. He jumps up on the stone fence in some kind of an esplanade. And, <laughs> wow. And, yeah, I know, right? There's a vocabulary word for it. And he waves at the guys. He sort of does this grand singing in the rain mm -hmm. gesture. Yes. And then keeps running. And then, yes, it, exactly. Uh, Physically, there's not a lot of guys who have more charisma than Van Damme. No. Like, he just doesn't have it when it comes time to talk. Right. But... Also physically in this scene, you get some like some great selling of some buffoonish, <laughs> of some buffoonish like pratfalls and like bumbles from Forrest Whitaker and from the guy whoever the guy is with plays Helmer. Frank he leads him down to like cross over water. Yeah, from, they're like, jumping from boat, from boat, to, boat to, to boat. The dudes Frank of course is graceful. The other guys are like bumbling idiots. But mad props to them for for taking like there's a lot of actors I think in today's Hollywood that would be like no thanks I'm not gonna do that. Great. Yeah, they they couldn't pay stunt guys. So. <laughs> so, Frank he eludes them. They fall in the water, which I can't even imagine how toxic the water must be in like instantaneous, in Bay. Insta instantaneous gastrointestinal infection. Like, yeah, any open <laughs> any open cuts, any orifice. We're gonna have to cut that off. Yeah, and, and yeah, and then Frank he made it for dinner in time for dinner. He rides away in a rickshaw. On, he does. On, he hops a rickshaw and sort of waves at him in the water on the way to d dinner. And with friggin' Janice. Helmer, I feel like let that water in his mouth. Do you think? Because I wondered about that. I wondered if they were like, if maybe there were stunt people for that scene where the two guys actually fall in because all you see is sort of their backs. It falling. is their backs. 
and then you see them on the side. And I'm wondering, did they just hang on and they douse them with water and then... They pour- could never have found someone to double Forrest Whitaker in Hong Kong. So I think he probably fell for real. I want to feel like Helmer fell for real also. I'm going to tweet Forrest Whitaker. But I bet they might have poured some clean water in his mouth and let him spit clean yeah. water out. There's no way that that... You shouldn't let that water, water in your mouth. No, man. Uh, there's so... There's like, like mercury and whatever else in there. Diesel, like everything. Yeah. Like it... Toxic waste. Don't put that in your mouth. And Dukes, he hops in his rickshaw. He makes it back to the hotel or wherever in time for his big date with Janice, the reporter. And then it's time. It's time for for everyone to put their sexy on. It's time for him to seal the deal. Is putting your sexy on a thing, or did I make that up? No, that uh, was a. I don't know what. Yes, if, <laughs> it's a thing now. It is now. Congratulations, everyone. You've been here at the coining of a phrase. Basically, we've got Janice. Is like he's. I mean, she's. Presentable. She's, she's no. She. I guess she looks good for the '80s. I don't know. She never really did it for me. I. I she looks great. She looks Janice great. Looks, okay. Looks. I think for for the movie that they're making, and this is no knock to Leah Ayers, who, if you ever hear this, you you were smoking. You were in very very good shape. It, the the hair was a style. It was the. Times. It was a perm, but that was, was the, the '80s. And uh, yeah, I think I think that for what they're going for, that she was exactly what they needed. Now. She's very, she's not making any, like, effort to hide the fact that she really just wants information about the Kumite. Oh, totally, yeah. She's pumping in for information. He's not giving it up. Yeah. Um, but she's still down to clown. <laughs> like, they wind up, she's like, well, even if you won't tell me anything, I'd really like to get to know you. Oh, we've then, got, after all, we've got all night. We've got all night. Oh, They're back, man. cut to the next morning. There's there's an implied coital cut to the <laughs> next morning. Absolutely. like, <laughs> And he's sort of like, he's pulling his like little maroon uh, briefs she, up. She's sort of coming to and, and, and rubbing off the sleep of the night before and grins real big to turn around and see that ass. He's like, but he's somehow simultaneously lowering the briefs and then bringing them back up again. That's the last, that's the last tuck and pull <laughs> i don't wear briefs so i don't know if that's i don't a thing. know either i'm gonna assume that it is when your ass is that sculpted yeah and it's John like Claude, way to go it's a multi-stage process oh, to yeah. get your underwear on when you're like yeah. that chiseled um absolutely but and but that also that implies that she was waking up he was getting dressed he was trying to he see was, oh, he was ghosting on her he fully. was he was trying to make it down to the east lake for the breakfast buffet i don't know how early it is in the morning but i guess <laughs> kumite is about to start maybe yeah um no they've gotten to lunchtime i guess it could be noon already i feel like frank is frank's slow getting ready he's got to do splits meditation he's got a very <laughs> he specific doing... he's got a very specific regimen and that means being late for kumite every he's been day. doing butt naked splits for the last hour and she's been asleep <laughs> she's asleep through all that she missed um, yeah, just he put those briefs on though so seductively yeah he's got that but move he was down. but he was he was sneaking out That's he was saying. definitely trying to but ghost then, on but then her. when he sees that she's awake he immediately jumps into bed yeah, and he, he jumps in. He, they're sort of like very tender moment for what is a one night stand. A one night stand. I mean, like, I mean, let's but, be real. But when it's, I mean, you, there's two. Is ways it love at first sight? There's two ways. No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think I so think either. When this movie ends. There's. No I think way. she just had that Van Damme thirst. Yeah, absolutely. But I think there are two ways that a one night stand can go. It's waking up and doing a lot of like. Oh, hey, uh, see you hey, again. Just like, never. Wow. <laughs> like some awkward. What was your name like, oh again? My God, that was and then weird, right? Yeah, that then was I, totally weird. Then I suppose there's the 
hey babe, it's we, just, had, we had a great time last we had a night. Real didn't connection. We? So like, so that since I know we're here for two more days, we should have yeah. dinner again tonight. She definitely she wanted to see him that next night, even though he's like, I'm not giving you any information about Kumite, and she's like, well, we should still have dinner again. She maybe he did splits for her. I don't know. Dude, she's got that thirst. She she's does. got the fever for Van Janice Damme. definitely wants to see him again. So that's Frank... definitely going to happen, oh, yeah. right? And then Van Damme rolls in late to Kumite. Per usual. Lynn is pissed off that he's like... Always. He's like, dude, you can't disappear on me. You can't just disappear. Right. This is like... Anyway. Um, <laughs> what's weird is... So we assume... Van Damme sprinted from Janice's back to his place, got his gear on or I think, whatever. I think he had to do splits and meditation first. Oh, so it's been a while. Yeah. That explains. So Janice has injured the Kumite with the, the main like high roller better as, guy. As I think that Frank has left to go get himself centered. And Janice is okay. like, because you see her jump up out of, out of bed right as Frank is leaving. That, that's true. The second the door closed, she was like on her game. She was she was reaching in that Rolodex that she carries around <laughs> to be like, what's that better that better's How name? How many dudes have smashed since she's been here working on this story? Janice? Yeah, a lot. Frank, a few? I, I think oh God, she I had to know. do something for that gambler. How long do you think she's been in town prior? Also, a week. She, is she a Hong Kong correspondent or is she in town based on some intel nah, that she's yeah, gotten she's, elsewhere? She's, she's freelance. She's here because they've heard rumors of the Kumite. You would, think, you would think that she would at least be able to like speak the language somewhat. I don't yeah. think this is ever confirmed. You her. would never hear her say a word in, in Chinese or whatever. I don't know. She jumps on the Rolodex pretty fast. I think she's already got the next name lined up. And in fact, I think that if she hadn't run into Frank uh, in the Hossein incident, that maybe the better, the the bookie, would have been the next call. So maybe she moved to the next spot on the list after that incident with Hossein. Who knows? So she sort of enters sneakily in the background, right? But meanwhile, Jackson is front and center. He's showing his own, like, brick tricks. I've got my own Dimac assholes. (laughs) He's, uh, what, he smashes the top brick, breaks it. Then he's, like, showing the judges, like, the second breakdown, look, there's not a scratch on it. I'm like, I don't see how that's impressive, personally. Oh, my God. I, it's, a, it's a joke. It's supposed to be No, you think Jackson like, was making a joke? Yes. He was saying, okay. I destroyed this brick, and look, the one that, the other one, not a scratch on it. <laughs> like, then they're like, not, no, not Dimac. He's like, and then, but, and then proceeds to crush one against his head. He on his head. That's, badass. I mean, it's a prop brick, but by if you did measure, that for real, yeah, that's awesome. But by any measure, but what's hysterical is he, for you. The bearded judge <laughs> definitely seemed either impressed or intimidated by that move. Or amused. Like, to be honest, it's hysterical. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's about the time that Dukes notices that Janice is there with the the high roller, the featured yeah, gambler the, the guy. Featured, the featured bookie. And she's looking, I guess, hot. She looks great. You like that look? I mean, Hair, like, pulled the, to the a, side? That's a very, like, 80s glamour, like Jen and the Holograms. Yeah, sort that's of true. Deal. That was in it's vogue. Very, it's very 80s. Yeah, she's looking. It was good. of the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And the dress. I mean, super low cut. Yeah, she looked great. She's she's fit. She's beautiful. I'm glad that you like her look. There's something yeah. about her look that just doesn't really do it for me. Well, but. I mean, she's yeah. She, I get it. I understand. It's the 1980s. It's hard to like transport yourself to a place in time where that was that now, was the look. But the but. presumption for Van Damme should be that she did something for this guy. Yeah, to be or, here, or at least made, or at least dangling it. Yeah, she made out there. Um, overtures, as it were. Yeah, and Van Dam just seems amused as all 
hell about it. Yeah, it's fine. It's her job. She's a reporter. And I mean, I think she didn't mean shit to him. No. Well, I don't know. Do you think he liked her for real? How many girlfriends do you think Frank has had? Frank Dukes? Yeah. At this point, he's been in the... Once he got his his karate swagger down, I bet he started pulling chicks. He went straight into the military. A dozen, at least. He he went straight into the military. Like, right out of... If we asked the real Frank Dukes, he would say he slept with 10,000 women. Well, he would either say that or he'd be like, I was too concentrated on too my pure. martial arts. <laughs> too pure. I've never slept with a woman. Ever. I've never even been interested. Um, Once you get in a zen place, it's not something you <laughs> crave. Okay, Frank. So, or he's being 10,000. I, I don't think she means shit to him. I think he's just like, okay, yeah, do what you want to do, babe. I'll see you again later tonight. I'll knock that out again. I... <laughs> I think that he's he's a little more if you uh, you know read like stories about like Casanova and that is mm. that he was a he was a he could be whatever you wanted him to be so if you were a gentle lover he was a gentle lover if you wanted to be a little animal he was an animal with you okay. and so I think that in that situation he was a perfect gentleman okay. I, don't, I don't think necessarily, he gave her exactly what she wanted I think and and he was looking to get exactly what he wanted but even in that scene where they have the exchange where she's trying to get information he seems very naive very innocent and she's very much like, she's, I think that's his play she's the, oh you think so I think that's his act she's, she thinks she's the aggressor like, but he's I barely understand in. English so what you're saying is that he's performing mental sexual martial arts yeah he's arts. like a fucking Jedi he's a ninja he's a sex ninja he's a sexual ninja <laughs> alright well I like that I, yeah I, I don't think there are any misgivings about the fact that Janice has either made over of sexual intercourse with with uh, lead with lead bookie number one, and it's definitely that situation of like, hey, look, Janice, we both know what this is. Yeah, and she's aware. Like, we're here for the kumite. And she even says, "This is not the first time I've gone undercover to get a story." <laughs> oh, poor Janice. She went through the roller. God bless her. She's you know she's an empowered '80s woman. She is. She knows what the fuck she's doing. She is. She I is like powerful. that. That's the story I'm gonna stick with. There you go. She's taking advantage of these guys, if anything. Exactly. Or okay. she thinks she is, which is fine. That's that's all that matters. I feel like leading into the next Kumite actions is as good a place as any to wind this one down. I think so. The, <laughs> the bourbon is talking at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been drinking, we encourage you to rewind this. Start all drinking. It'll beginning. be a lot funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Next time we'll remind you at the beginning. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye, you guys.